We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Salutations, no other proud friends and family. Before you hang up that phone right now, yeah, there's no Jimmy, but I have someone special here with me today. Just bear with us, we're gonna get to them. Uh, guys, hey, just me, I'm Daniel. Uh, Jimmy's out of town. We are fresh off the heels of a, uh, oh my gosh, what do we. what do we even call it? What kind of game was that this weekend? Hope everyone had a good. Fourth of July, didn't blow off your uh, fingers or anything. Uh, fireworks at Children's Mercy Park after the game were pretty neat. Anyways, uh, let's jump right back into this, because I got a little interview today with none other than Kyrie Shelton. That's right, everyone can stop bashing him on social media for about a half hour to listen to this man speak to me. It's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a great one. I'm really excited. Been wanting to get him on for a good good long while. So, uh, he's a great person and uh hope hopefully soon to be best friend. So, we'll uh we'll see how that goes. Anyways, guys, there was well, hey, hey, whoa. Whoa, don't jump the gun because we got three new reviews. Okay? You guys are going to love this because uh well, just wait. <laughs> Hey, first off, from ERT2017, it says, Bale coming to MLS, and what do you guy... And it was dot, 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 I can't read the rest of the title. But it's five stars, and it says... Uh, uh, I'll try to break this down here. It says, do you guys think that Bale came to MLS to see how USA players play and get a taste of them before playing them in the World Cup? Uh, I hope Sporting very much adds a six... Very much needed. Yes, agreed. Uh, will Felipe play next to Remy and Duke on the bench with uh, the new incoming Tommy? First of all, uh, I don't think I don't think Gareth Bale is is I don't think he cares how Americans play. I think it's some it's probably a paycheck and a new challenge for him, and he probably couldn't care less about playing the men's national team in the World Cup. But I will say we do need to add a six. Absolutely. Um, it's just, I don't know, I, I, I'll i take any players, any players you want to give us to change up the, the formation, the lineup, whatever, because nothing could hurt right now. So, 
As far as Felipe, man, I don't, you know, don't put Duke on the bench. I think, I think the dude's growing. He's learning. He's getting better. Uh, I, I love seeing Felipe and Christian Duke both out there. So, uh, strap in for this next one, folks. This is a laugh. All right. I hope you're not drinking anything. Uh, I hope you're not ready to blow milk out of your nose or some shit. But uh, this is from, uh, oh shit, JFR one two three four five six seven eight nine. Probably not Johnny Russell, if I if I could uh, guess. But JFR one two three four five seventy nine says this is a sports podcast. One star. Whoa, whoa! Hit us with our uh, holy cow! Hey, first off, I appreciate the balls to come in and give a one star, and then con- and then continue to comment. All right, that shows you're not a coward. You want to come here and have a, a conversation. But this person says. Incredibly disappointed. I come here to listen to people talk about sporting and their opinions that aren't influenced by being affiliated with the organization. Pause. Coos uh, pause right now. You come to this podcast to to listen about like sporting and sports and stuff? Because we rarely do that. I'm just throwing that out there. It's it's not exactly uh, it's not a, a, a set science. All right. Anyways, moving on. Uh, I hear enough about politics every day. I don't want to come to listen to a sports podcast to listen to politics. Oh boy, we got the we got to stick to sports guy here. We got to stick to sports person. I think we're all kind of seeing this person's uh, rights and overall views on uh, women, actually. So that's good. Hope he. Uh, I have, so I'm going to assume he, but there there are some she's out there. So I'm you know you don't want to assume too much. But they say you are entitled to your own opinion, but don't push your opinion and views on others. Pause. First off, everyone, I need to need to apologize if we if we force you to believe or have a view uh, a certain way. We certainly don't do that, but we're fucking human beings. We're going to talk uh, about our feelings and how we feel. So basically, I guess if you don't like it, get the fuck out. I guess we could say that. Uh, you're you're lucky. Jimmy's not on here, by the way. Jimmy Jimmy would be hot. All right, Jimmy would be way hot. So I'm sure he's crafting a social media post as we speak to uh, <laughs> talk about his his views here. Uh, this person says, uh, make a rights podcast if you want to talk about political issues. First of all, boring. That sounds incredibly boring. Why can't we just have any kind of podcast, talk about whatever the fuck we want? Because that's kind of what we're doing. And wow, okay. Continuing, it states in your description, we talk about anything and everything sporting unsubscribe all right peace out peace out wiener like we don't need that kind of negativity around here uh and also is this person paying us because if you want to throw us some money then we'll talk about whatever the hell you want us to talk about but until we're making some money i think we're gonna have a say in what's in our own podcast and note note to you guys it's it's never we're never gonna monetize on this it's insane we have some merch out there that we get like five dollars a month from oh oh shit and it goes right into like, you know, how we stream the podcast and, and pay for data storage and microphone upgrades and whatever. So it, it ain't shit. Anyways, uh, that was fun. I hope you guys are laughing, um, having a good time right right off the bat. So <laughs> it got it got me pretty good. I, I do got to say, uh, one, this person's father either beat them or their mom didn't love them uh, very much. Uh, this person also probably goes around and steals vote no signs out of people's yards. I could just uh, assume, but uh, you know, it's just it's frustrating for people to think that bodily autonomy isn't sports related. You know, as if some of the players on the field 
haven't probably benefited from an abortion and are only able to play due to the right to choose. You know, not to mention how much these players choose to put their bodies through in order to entertain us and how important the right to choose is for the women's players to be able to do the same. So, doesn't get much basic than that. I mean, what the fuck? A little fired up. Not sure uh, what's going on. This person thought they could review bomb us. Joke's on you. We're still at like 4.8 stars, 240 ratings. So, peace out. Won't miss you. There are two types of people in this world, you guys. Two types of people. This next person, Liz Borland. A treasure. Liz says, thank you. Five stars. Thank you for bringing up the travesty that is the reversal of Roe v. Wade. I know this is a soccer podcast, but as a woman in America, I've never been so angry, hurt, and sad as I have been in the last few weeks. I appreciate you both bringing up the topic, and as a bonus, I also enjoy the soccer talk. Hero up the great content. Liz, I'm giving you a virtual hug right now. That's awesome. Uh, I read those back-to-back just showing that they're, they're, they're such a extreme stances on this, but only one is proper. Right? Only one is correct. I don't I don't really uh understand it, man, but that was a great one to read, Liz. Kind of brings a tear to my eye and uh I'm happy that you enjoy us. So, hey, do we want to talk about the frustrating loss uh on Saturday real quick before we get Kyrie in here to talk all things Kyrie? You guys, this was frustrating. This was uh Sporting KC called it maddening on their on their recap, right? Of course, Aaron Long gets the one goal in this game uh, shortly after halftime. You know, correct me if I, correct, you know, stop me if you heard it before, but we gave up a goal less than 10 minutes into the second half, which felt like a third half after the, uh, we had a little lightning delay, by the way, so that was kind of fun. Uh, this was not what Peter Vermees wanted out of this match, though, as his 500th match as SKC's head coach. You know, it, it's it's just... I don't know, man. First, first, first impressions. Going in there, this place was packed to the freaking gills, dude. Packed, and I'm like, wow, okay, that's great. Do you think it's just because of the holiday? No one's got to work tomorrow. People are here to enjoy fireworks afterwards. A little family night. That's my assumption. Um, hey, some some things to note though. Caden Pierre was out there. Uh, that dude's just fast, right? Can he slow it down for a minute so we can catch our breath? That dude, a little, a little too muggy to be running around like that, Caden. You just, you just calm yourself down. Uh, Felipe Hernandez was in there, Christian Duke. I mean, it was just, it was, it was as close to a first team lineup as you can get. Uh, wasn't, wasn't trying to do anything fancy, anything new. I will say Daniel Shallowy had a wonderful game. Like, you no, know, he didn't score, but I thought he was very dangerous, very creative. Um, it's nice to see, and and SKC would be silly to let him walk at the end of the year. You know what I mean? Uh, we've talked about this that he's it's a contract year, uh, so in four or five months' time, I'm I hope we still got Daniel for additional years because he's he feels important to this core team, right? Uh, if you guys disagree, uh, let let me know. I, I think I think Daniel could be there for years to come. So, uh, Timelia, man, just not really you know, he's great. He's great. There's nothing to really say about him this game. He didn't do anything massive. Uh, the goal they scored was not anything flashy, right? It, it, it was 53 minutes in and take the short corner and the ball gets lofted to 
the back post, and Aaron Long heads it in the goal. And wow, that's three headers, three headed goals in two weeks. So rough, rough stuff. Uh, then it starts to get a little chippy, right? The, the freaking game just got like, does anyone want to play soccer? Or do we want to see how fast we can walk off a substitution? Or do we want to have like fake head injuries? I don't know. I don't know what's fake head injury anymore. Everything looks fake. When people boo, it's like, okay, but is he really hurt? You just don't know anymore because there's so much, you know, tomfoolery and shenanigans, uh, you know, to quote what Jimmy would say, it's shenanigans. So it's just, it's rough, man. It's rough. VAR determined a handball uh, right outside the box. And so now, you know, Red Bulls are down to 10 men. I think that was in the, oh, I'm trying to search for that, but what, 70th minute? Something like that, somewhere around there. They had a good, we had a good 20 minutes man up. It was great. And we just couldn't, couldn't capitalize. So we got, we now get to go on the, on the road for three games. And we've won one game on the road this year, that Nashville game, I believe. And, you know, we got Montreal um, next Saturday, 630. So we'll see what happens, you guys. I'm, I'm sad. I'm frustrated. I'm sure Kyrie's going to be on here saying the same. Uh, Fontas got a, got a, got a crappy yellow card in like the 90th minute. How bad does it suck to get a yellow card in the 90th minute? It's like, can you just, can we just relax? It's about over. We're about out of here. You don't need to stack up your yellow cards, but guys, we outshot Red Bulls 17 to seven. What the hell? And then Red Bulls out fouled the crap out of us 20 to 10. I don't, I don't get that 20 to 10. And out of those were what? Uh, one, two, three yellow cards and a red card. Okay. Maybe, but like, didn't it, didn't it take 11 fouls for him to show his first yellow card? This referee. I don't know, man. We, we could talk about referees all the time, but we had nine freaking corner kicks and they had one and they, well, somewhat scored off of it. You know, ipso facto, he kicked it in and then they lobbed it in there. So I don't know, you guys. I'm I'm sad. I don't know what's to come of this season. There are positives because we are still in the U.S. Open Cup Finals. Don't ask me how confident I am in that. I don't really know right now. You know what I mean? Like, am I like, okay, we can get past Sacramento. I really do believe that. They're in the USL for a reason, right? But they're still a good soccer team. But then if you get past Sacramento later this month, well, what does that mean? You got to play Red Bulls or or uh orlando again well i haven't played orlando so red bulls again it could be absolutely frustrating i i don't know maybe seek revenge it'd be a fucking great story to have have red bulls at home in the final of the open cup and take it to them just freaking revenge match dude because this this felt like a match that needed some revenge right uh peter vermese was very very frustrated after this match um didn't have much to say. You know, he said it shouldn't have been a difficult game. Things were good. We had chances. They had chances. Uh, they, they, he was asked if there were any silver linings in the match. Uh, tell me if you can find any. But he said, we lost. I don't look at it as a silver lining. We lost. We didn't take our chances. We gave up a set-piece goal. Which is something they don't want to do. Peter talks about it all the time. We don't want to give up set-piece goals. That shouldn't happen. So... Anyways, he likes Cam Cam Duke's progression. Uh, he's he thinks Caden Pierre's playing well. He knows Johnny's frustrated. It's it's just uh, 
It's bad, dude. And then Johnny Russell comes in and his first words are just completely frustrating, obviously. I've got to take at least one of my chances. And it's like, Johnny's not getting chances because they are crowding him. They are all over the dude. And rightfully so. If if he's your main guy, we need to find another main guy. Another guy to step up and take those shots. So, uh, it it adds to it, man. It adds to the frustration. Um you know, ref, referees can only do so much. And Peter Vermees has got to be running out of fine money, I would assume. I would assume he gets fined for stuff like this. So, uh, in slight opposite news, though, you got a young, you got a young Rauf Salifu scoring four goals in SKC 2's win over the weekend. I don't know. Uh, is he in MLS Next Pro? Yes. But uh, is it worth putting him into the main team? I mean, you got a guy scoring four goals. That's going to give you some freaking confidence. Maybe throw him in here with SKC and see what the hell happens. I don't know. I don't know when the right time is to say, let's just throw throw pasta at the wall and see if it sticks, right? See if it's al dente, if you will. I don't know when that comes. Is it later in August if we're still in this form? Uh, you know, freaking season's over in October. So... That's three months away, you guys. I don't know. It, it was bad, but being there in person, I will say I never have a bad time in that place. Never have a bad time. Love going to Children's Mercy Park. It's a fun little date night and be with your friends. And it's just that the game can be frustrating at times. So still going, still having a blast, but the field product has not been not been great. So uh, moving on, you guys. Uh... I think we need to talk about Montreal coming up. Because I'm not, when I'm with Kyrie here in a bit, I'm not going to come back. It's just going to be us. We're going to take it away. And uh, no, I'm not nervous that Jimmy's not here to be the straight man. Not at all. (laughs) Maybe a little bit. Uh, You know, I don't know if you guys have looked into the Juneteenth jersey auction. Um, I don't know if it's politics to talk about, uh, you know, the rights uh, and struggles of black people and talk about black players for change. I don't know. Not trying to lose subscribers. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Anyways, the Juneteenth Jersey auction. uh, Shit. It ends. I'm not not sure what I'm talking about this guys. We're going to move on because it closed. If you're listening to this right now, it closed yesterday. So stupid. I hope, I hope you got one. Those jerseys were pretty cool. Woo. Live radio. Here we go. Um, so we got Montreal this weekend, and I don't. How do we feel about Montreal? I mean, it's it's a we are at we're we're not the very bottom. We are not at the very bottom of our conference. Nope, gonna take it back. Sorry, we weren't when we lost, but now we are. So good times, good times. Fourteenth feels good. Not feeling. Whew, it's kind of cold down there. Okay, Montreal, however, good grief, their third. In their conference, 29 points to our 16. They, they 1.6 points per game. We got 0.8. You know, it's, uh, I'm a little worried about it. A little worried about it, to be honest. We'll, we'll see what happens. They have a negative one, uh, goal differential and we have a negative 17. So that's, that's good. It's feeling, feeling, uh, positive it's really getting tough to stay positive i'll tell you that right now but let's uh i don't know man it's it's a saturday night game both teams should be well rested um you know there's no no midweek or nothing so 
We'll have to see what happens, man. They just got drudged at LA Galaxy, like 4-0. So they're going to be pissed and be like, all right, we're getting SKC. Let's, uh, you know, let's bully them a little bit. Let's kick them while they're down because we're down. We need a big bounce back. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to happen. I don't know how fast it's going to take to get these new players in because that's that will happen. Um, then you see, God dang it, then you see freaking videos on Instagram of Alan Polito running upstairs all fast and stuff. And it's like, is this man really not going to play this year? I mean, probably could. But if you don't have a chance at playoffs, then Peter shouldn't play him, right? Like, you just, you leave him, you keep him healthy, make him strong, and he comes and kicks ass early next year. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm trying not to wash my hands of this year and try to have a little hope, but it's, uh, whew, we're getting in the dog days of summer, people, and by that I mean it's hot as shit. So that's that's not fun. Glad we're, glad we don't have a game this week at home because it's a warm one. Anyways, uh, gosh, let's pop in and talk to Kyrie Sheldon. That sounds like a blast. Uh, Jimmy's just, uh, in Florida having great times with Disneyland, but I get to talk to this man and I couldn't be more excited, man. Uh, this is going to be great. So, Hey, everybody, uh, I thank you for listening to this and hang on the line to hear me talk with Kyrie Shelton. So, uh, we love you, all of you from Jimmy to me, follow Jimmy, JC max zero three at, on Twitter. I'm at Dan Couser, And of course we're at no other pods. So, uh, love y'all. Talk to you soon. All right, folks, as promised, I am here with Kyrie Shelton. Kyrie, how are you, man? Thank you so much for being here. Doing well. I'm doing well. Things could be a little bit better on this end, but, you know, um, I, I'm blessed. I'm blessed to be alive. Yeah, we're, we're talking. To, I, you're talking about the results recently, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. We're all uh, very much aware of the frustration to the fans and probably more so the players so (laughs) uh, you know we'll talk a tad about this man but we're uh like i said we're happy to have you uh two-time sporting kc player technically you uh you know played with us for a bit then took off then came back because you must like it here for some reason (laughs) hey oh yeah i love it here i love it here. (laughs) hey well let's jump in uh how do you you know as a player how do you stay focused during a, a down year like this you know, um, for me, it's, you know, we we have 15 more games left in the season. Um, it's about focus on the, the, the week and the game um, of that week. Honestly, it's, you can't, yeah, we've, we haven't started and we didn't start well this season and things haven't gone our way, but it's, it's remaining positive. I think that's a big thing is just staying level-headed and knowing that, you know, we can turn it around. Um, and there's no – we haven't gotten to a point where it's the season's over. So, um, yeah, that's that's how I look at it. That's how I approach training. Um, yeah, it's just all positive. That's awesome. I mean, it's – you know, soccer is your job. And just mm-hmm. like any job, I mean, everyone has downtimes and it's hard to stay positive and things. And – in today's climate and the world in general, it, it can be hard to stay positive. So I love that you said about, you know, really taking it one game at a time. Um, you seem to be, you seem to be Peter's guy up top, man. Number nine, uh, some injuries this year to Alan Polito, uh, Gotti Kinda, of course. Uh, Voinovich looked like he might split some time with you for a little bit. He picked up a little injury. So 
it's you. <laughs> What's uh, you know, you you haven't really you haven't been a striker your entire career. Uh, mm-hmm. What would you say is your best position or preferred position? I like playing number nine. Um, yeah. I like playing. I just like playing. Um, honestly, um, doesn't matter where it is. I think um, I have a lot of attributes. Um, and my my game, um, I can I can play most attacking positions. So um, I like playing up top. Um, this system is definitely um, built um, in a structure in a way that's different than a, what I've been used to in the past. Um, but you know, I've I feel like I've adapted well, and I'm I'm trying to continue to learn and 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 grow um, so that I can provide and be more of a goal scorer for this team absolutely i mean you just want to be on the field doesn't matter where you are i'm sure uh graham zussi could attest to something like that you know yeah. uh if peter wants to put you at outside back i'm sure you're not going to say no <laughs> i may be upset for a little bit but hey i'll i'll take it for what it is and then i'll take on the new challenge yeah well yeah they run <laughs> they run their butts off those games oh man, yeah, those bats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, uh, uh transitioning a little bit here how exciting is it to be two wins away from a trophy with the U.S. Open Cup? Yeah, for me, it's a it's a it's very important. Um, I know this this club's done well and it's been successful um, with Open Cup, um, and I want to be a part of that. I want to be, I want to have and be a part of a group who wins a trophy um, because I have yet to do so in my career. Um, So it's huge for me um, personally, but for the club, it's, it's, it's a, it's a goal. So, and it's, it's a goal that we set have set every year since I've been here. And I'm sure before I, I got here, it was, it was a goal um, to, to be able to lift a trophy, um, lift that trophy. And, you know, that's, that's our goal. Absolutely. And, and the open cups, nothing to, uh, slouch at either. I mean, it's right. a very difficult competition. Yeah. Uh, any team can beat anybody. It, it's like March Madness, kind of, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, but, you know, it's a trophy, it's money for the club, and it's a Champions League berth. So, mm-hmm. in, in a down year like this, it's like, do, does the team transition more to being Open Cup focused, or are you still very much like taking it one game at a time with MLS over here and Open Cup games over here? You know, they're games. Um, we're, we've been very focused, um, on game, the game, the game at hand. So this week we have Montreal, we're focused on that. Um, and we attack it that way. Um, there's no looking forward, um, no looking back, you know, it's, this is what we have this week and that's, that's what we're going after. Very cool. You seem like such a such a focused guy, man. Just like determined to be here and do your job, and not to mention the activism and everything. Uh, just a good-hearted dude since coming into this league. You know, back when you came into the league, though, mm-hmm. how 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 awesome was it to be drafted second in the Super Draft overall pick? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was um, a big a big step, and. Um, a step I was ready for. Um, it was a very emotional time for me um, and my family. Uh, I think it was a. It was I was more emotional for my family as a collective because 
you know, I have very supportive, loving parents who, you know, from a young age, um, we're, we're bought in and, you know, just so determined to provide for me um, and support me in any way they could and push me to um, limits I never could even think of. So, you know, I was, I think for, for the family as a whole, it was, it was, um, it was re- very rewarding. Um, but, you know, when you get to a certain level, you want to go be in the, the next phase and, and then try to level up again. So, you know, I, I, I'm very appreciative of that and, and very grateful for it. For sure. Do you miss living in New York at all? Or is the, uh, cost of living a little, uh, better here (laughs) yeah you know it's uh three years was was good enough for me um it was big city and amazing city full of great energy um I loved it um but you know I think three years was good enough for me um to to kind of feel it and and (laughs) you know I I had my fun and enjoyed it but you know you got to get back to reality and and here in, in Kansas, it's it's easy living, you know. Um, it allows me to focus more on 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 the pitch and and what I need to do um, so that I could be successful and I can help um, this club be successful as well. For sure, less less distractions probably. Yes. Uh, you know, fun little fun little New York City story. Uh, my wife and I were out there, and uh, Mikey Lopez got us. Uh, tickets to the nycfc game i think you guys played chicago and uh i was very excited i was like oh my gosh mikey thank you so much man you're the coolest dude and he uh great seats like right behind home plate there which is not something you say in a soccer stadium (laughs) (laughs) but he uh man it was the game that you and him were suspended Mm -hmm. for uh social media antics or something right yeah something like that (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to get into it, but I was like, man, I was so excited to see Mikey play. And I was like, all right, I, you know, exporting KC guy, of course. So, uh, very cool. Uh, Hey, getting back to this season, kind of, you know, you've spoken about how the, the pro referees don't necessarily give you calls uh, Mm -hmm. because of your size. And uh, you know, it's, it's, I can relate to this. I play rec soccer and I'm Mm -hmm. six foot two, 200 pounds. I'm, I'm not getting knocked down. No one's, I should be playing football for God's sakes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, do I need to fall down to get a call? Like, what do I have to do? I'm mm-hmm. hurt right now. You're, they're hurting me. <laughs> so yeah. have you, have you addressed this to referees at all? I mean, cause you don't go down, you're a monster and mm-hmm. you just stay on your feet. Yeah, I, I have. Um, and it got to a point where I kind of got out of my way and I actually put stuff on social media um, and I also tagged the league um, because of my profile. Yeah, I'm a bigger guy. Um, and yeah, I don't fall down, um, but I have talked to the refs and I usually do before the games now um, just to let them know, like, hey, a foul's a foul. It doesn't matter my my size. Um, and I will try to play through it, but I'm expecting them to protect me at the same time. So, you know, it's it that's that and and I will still continue to push the envelope on that because I still haven't gotten a lot of calls for me in, in areas of the field where 
we could take advantage, um, such as a free kick around the box or, you know, it gives us an opportunity to score, um, especially with the players we have that take free kicks. You know, that's a goal right there if if they, they give me the calls. Um, so it changes the game a lot. And, um, yeah, I will continue to push the envelope on that and be in their ear about it. Well, it's it's wild that on the rare cases that you do go to ground, like people that know Kyrie Shelton, it's like, oh, that must have been a, a big foul. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> right. he is on the ground. That's real because he's not flopping like some of these other guys, you know. <laughs> so it's uh, it's crazy. I, You know, and I'm sure, you know, as dedicated as you are and as focused as you are, you probably don't listen to a lot of the, the social media buzz, the chatter, people saying like, Kyrie's our number nine. Why is he not scoring goals? Have you heard any of this stuff? Yeah, I mean, I've heard it. I've heard it from day one. Does it um, bother you? No, it doesn't. I I, I use it as I add, it's adding fuel to the fire for sure. I want to score goals. I want to. Uh, I want to be the man here for sure. Um, and I think there's parts of my game where I'm still adjusting, and I'm. And you'll see it in, in stints. Um, but one thing is I'm team first guy. So, you know, a lot of the time I have to do a lot of dirty work, whether it's defending winning balls and then trying to get in the box or making a, uh, a dummy run um, so another player can have a tap in, you know, things like that um, that a lot of people don't understand, which, which I, I accept, you know, I, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, I've heard it and, you know, it, yeah, it, it definitely adds fuel to the fire, but I also am very focused and, and I love what I do. Um, and you know, I, I try to better myself every day, every day I'm at training, I, I, I'm around the box. So I'll, I'll do extra finishing things like that. So that when the time does come, like I'm prepared for it. So I'm not caught off guard by it. Um, but yeah, it's 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 part of sports, and and I love that. I, I I'm a competitor. I I want to win always. So, you know, when people say I, I don't take it, I don't take it personal at all. Um, I take it to heart, and I and I love it. I'm like, okay, this is like what you guys are seeing, and this is what I'm trying to um, build off of. Exactly. I mean, it's not like you're not giving effort because if you weren't, Peter's not going to put you on the field. He's gonna <laughs> put, he'll put anyone else up there. We, we've seen him right. do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just, I don't know, man. One of these days, I, I hope you'll, uh, you know, maybe when you're retired, you can berate some office worker for not doing well enough at their job or something. <laughs> oh, no. no, not at all. Not at all. I just want to give my all. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I feel like I do that. Um, but there's, another level or levels I, I could say to my game that I could add. So it's the, it's the consistency in how I train, you know, it's being out there and being around goal and getting shots off. Um, and it's little, those little things that will change my game. And I still continue to push, push and push um, so that I, I can I will score more. And I and I will, um, I will for sure. I have no doubt in my mind, and I'm very focused on that. Um, 
But right now, I, I, I've got to be a team first guy, and I will always be. But, you know, there's other parts of our game as a collective we have to focus on, and um, I have to focus on that piece is, is being around the box and getting goals. Absolutely. And like you said, always improving. I mean, it's not like you're in your upper 30s or anything. Uh, happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's everyone has room to grow all the time, man. It's not like you're at the end of your career. So uh it is uh it's, it's your contract's not up this year right you have an option for next year don't you option yeah option yeah yeah very cool very cool hey uh tell me what to expect uh from montreal this weekend i mean they're doing really well a lot better than they have yeah. in previous years yeah i mean since coming to the league um they've always been a good a good side um I haven't, me personally, I haven't watched too much of them, um, which is, is funny because it's going to start today. Um, when I get home, that's when I do my my <laughs> planning and kind of how I'm going to, you know, take what I learned from their defenders and try to, uh, what you can say is figure out where their, their weak spots are and, and attack it that way. Um, but they've always been a good side. And yeah, this year, especially um, the pieces they have is they're good. Um, but I also know we are, as a team are very good as well. Um, I think what we've lacked this year is just, we've made our own mistakes. We've, there's maybe been one or two games I could say we've been beat by another team, but the other games, I can't say that. I could say we beat ourselves. Um, so, you know, we'll, we're going to look at film as a, as a team too, and, and go about our business. Good point. Good point. There, there have been quite a few games. I mean, that, uh, quite a few of the losses have been like headers right after halftime or something. And it's just, Silly, I know yeah. Peter, oh, Silly goals. yeah, Peter's so pissed when he gives up a set piece, he is just livid. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, um, we're, uh, I'm right there with him and a lot of the guys are. And it's been that way this year. It's just been start off the year with deflection goals. And then, like, a lot of the goals have just been silly. And and they're so easy to fix. Um, and it's our own doing. Right. So it's not like, oh, this team's better than us. And now we got to go out there and and try to find a way to win. It's not that. It's we're doing it to ourselves. So right. they're not coming in and smashing you guys. They're not right. running you right. off the field. It's right. uh, that's what almost makes it more frustrating sometimes. Exactly. You know? It's that's the most frustrating piece. It's, right. it's us. That's us. For sure. Hey, uh, uh, talk to me a little bit about something I'm, I'm sure is very special to you. Uh, Black players for change. Mm -hmm. uh, this organization came to fruition. Uh, 2020. Is that right? Uh, yep. Okay. When a lot was going on, just the mm -hmm. world was just absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. um, what's what's that mean to you? I mean, you're on the uh, council. Is that what you call it? Or yeah. So yeah. So this year, um, the it's kind of changed a bit. Kendall has been more of a leader role in that. Um, Kendall McIntosh. Mm -hmm. um, so I've kind of stepped back a little bit because um, I've been there's some things I've gotten into. Um, such as Big Brothers, Big Sisters, um, Shadow Buddies, um, I'm involved with as well. Um, 
I've kind of taken myself away from it a little bit to just, you know, I'm I'm not here to really, I, I really don't like to speak about that stuff because um, it's very personal to me. Um, but I just like to be able to get out and give, give back because I think that's more, for me, that's more, um, it's more important um, just to show people that, you know, doesn't matter um skin color doesn't matter where you come from it's all about love and 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 giving and just being there to support somebody so you know that's where i'm at right now and um yeah okay well now that you've made us all cry a little bit um... <laughs> <laughs> no, no no we don't need tears here yeah happy tears man now you're just Overall, good dude, man. When you came and uh, you came back from Paderborn uh, mm -hmm. in 2019, and it just seemed like you never—I mean, you never stopped smiling in general. But to be back in Kansas City, there was just a more intense, large smile on your face, and like every video uh, mm -hmm. that we saw you in. What what that mean to to come back to a team that you know you left to go go try out uh, Germany for a bit? Yeah. Um... That decision was very difficult for me because um, I I found a place I can call home. Um, yeah, that it was very difficult, and my decision on that was just to to test the waters and see what else is out there. Um, not in any and any disrespect to this organization at all or anybody here, um, but I had did my four years in MLS and. I had that plan from from the big beginning is um when I was signing the first contract was to to test the waters um but yeah it was very difficult and um yeah coming back I um I was thrilled you know I was I was ready I was ready to do it and um I'm thankful that um Peter and and our owners were so accepting of me and allowing me to come back here and, and play for sure. I think it was absolutely, uh, it was absolutely pieced together to look like, Hey, this young player wants to try his luck. You know, he wants to try something. He's never, mm -hmm. never done it, you know, mm -hmm. and, and who wouldn't want that? You know, everyone wants to try to live somewhere else. And mm -hmm. like wife and I went and lived in Chicago for a couple of years, mm -hmm. came back to Kansas city. I mean, it's mm -hmm. just, it's where we're from. So, right. uh, you know, the, uh, Something that just happened, just a little side note I wanted to mention, the, the Juneteenth jerseys, the, they auctioned off the game-worn signed jerseys. Mm -hmm. uh, I bought one of these last year, by the way. Mm -hmm. And I wanted yours, man. And I, re I reached out to uh, Kitman, and I was like, mm -hmm. look, I don't want to frame this thing. I want to wear it. I want to feel <laughs> the power of a game-worn jersey. You know what I mean? I, it'll probably make me fast. I don't know. <laughs> and he, uh, I said, who wears a large on the team? Kyrie wears a large, right? You don't wear a large jersey? No, I don't. Man, oh man. I was like, but they Kyrie's changed. tall. Yeah, they, well, they changed the material. Um, so when we get new jerseys, they change the materials. And some this year, the medium would fit like a large on me. So I was like, this is strange. Should I go down to a small so it's tighter? Because I like my jerseys more tight fit. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, so this year I'm wearing medium. Which is, which is odd, yeah. So I had I I got the Fontas jersey, man. I, hey, um, that's that's a uh, he's an amazing person, amazing player. Yeah, 
um amazing yeah he's just amazing human being for sure so that's amazing i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad you got i'm glad you got him hopefully and then maybe next year or next uh years going forward you can snag one of mine yeah man maybe you'll uh i don't know buff up a little bit or something and uh <laughs> i'm not squeezing into a medium man <laughs> hey what uh uh you got any you got any close close dudes on the team like a, a group of guys that you just hang out with play video games with anything um i think you know i get along with everyone on the team um no, we, I mean, we all hang out as a collective. I, there's yeah. no, I wouldn't say there's any clicks here um, on the top of my head. There's no clicks. Everyone hangs out. We do get togethers. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll play video games with like Courtney Ford and Johnny Russell and Cam, Cameron Duke um, and some of the other younger guys. I'm a big Fortnite guy. Oh, really? So, yeah, so at one point in time, I had all the young guys like Jake Davis, Kave Rod, um, Cameron Duke, who else? Ozzy Cisneros. We, I had them all back into Fortnite. Um, part of your big brother, big sister thing? <laughs> yeah, I, somewhat. I like to take them under my wing. Um, yeah. For sure. Um, but, yeah, I got them back on it for a bit. Um, okay. and then now they're back on call of duty so i dabbled with call of duty a little bit but then i was like ah this is not me back in the day back in high school that was me but since fortnite came about i'm just all about fortnite that's your thing huh right yeah on. never uh never dabbled in that are you xbox or playstation um i actually have a pc so i play oh, on PC. okay yeah. So th that's professional shit. That's what <laughs> that, those are the people when I'm playing Halo and a PC guy comes on, I'm like, nah, I don't want oh, no. any <laughs> of that. <laughs> Still trying to learn controls here. Nope, nope. <laughs> so funny. Uh hey, final final thing here uh before I let you go. Peter Vermees is a very intense coach, but mm -hmm. a very, very fun coach. Very uh he cares a lot. He's very hands on. Um do you have any stories? about like an intense or scary Peter Vermees? Like have you been on his bad side where he just just kind of lit into you or, or you did something silly, anything that comes to mind? No. Um, really? For me, yeah. I mean, he's so, yeah, he's just so passionate. Um, he loves what he does. Um, and I think people see it, see him as an intense, intense coach. But for me, it's it's passion. It's it's mm. passionate. He's um, well, it helps you're in the middle of the field there because those wingers <laughs> get to hear him the oh, whole freaking game. <laughs> yeah, yes. Uh, playing on the I played on the wing and I, I definitely heard him. Um, he just cares so much, and um, that's why I, I love that about him. Because um, he and and he loves the players like he loves each player. Um, there's no there's no player he loves more than another um and yeah it's it's amazing because even though he can seem intense he as a player um yeah he, he gets on players but it just shows again that he cares and he wants you to succeed as a player he wants the best for the team so yeah I mean there's been several times he's gone on me um but 
again, I don't, I don't take it to heart. I, I'm like, okay, like, this is what you're wanting. Like, let me, let me try this or let me try that. Um, and yeah, I, I, I absolutely love that. Yeah, absolutely. Did, did, uh, did you guys, what was it a conversation point, uh, when he fell down on the sideline <laughs> that one game? <laughs> Sorry, was that shown in the locker room at all? <laughs> yes, it was. It was. <laughs> it's funny because um, I think the next the next training we had, he actually came forward about it, and we had already shared it, <laughs> and we're you know we're cracking jokes about it and just having a laugh. Um, but it's funny because he came forward just <laughs> on his end because he knows what happened and oh yeah and. <laughs> it's it's it was it was yeah it was it was really funny and um it's, it's the slide for me the, the yeah happened but then he slid like an extra five feet <laughs> it's like one of those soccer right? commercials the soccer commercials um where the guy gets nutmegged or and he kind of keeps sliding or there's another one that um the guy scores a goal and he's sliding around the pitch on his knees oh, like yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's like that it's like a that victory so, lap right on his knees yeah <laughs> yeah that was bad um, i just i watched it oh my god maybe 30 times and uh, <laughs> i was like man in a, in a down year right now this is the best thing in the world <laughs> so uh hey man Kyrie, this has been this has been great about 30 minutes thank you so much for uh being on here with me and I wish you nothing but luck and Jimmy's going to be very jealous that he missed out on speaking with you. Oh, thanks for, thanks for having me. And if there's anything you guys need on your side, don't, don't hesitate to, to ask. I'm, I'm here. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.